This episode is brought to you by Fender Play. Fender Play is the complete online learning platform for guitar, bass, and ukulele. With Fender Play, you can play your first song in just minutes with short, easy-to-follow lessons taught by experienced instructors. New members can try Fender Play free for two weeks and save 50% off Fender Play annual plan. To take advantage of this offer, go to Fender.com podcast. That's Fender.com podcast. And be sure to use our special offer code TMS at checkout. Coming up on TMS, Mr. Doggerito throws shade at Chef Boyardee. Spicy ramen dreams. Nick got locked out of his hype house. Hot box spicy farts. Uh, Florida femme fatale furiously flings food. Aviary circus peanuts. Hoovering Scott's droppings. The yeasty boys share their starter. <laughs> nice job. I was wondering how you're going to get that in there. All right. I'm not (laughs) saying Kim's the can. Transparency something, something, something called something. Uh, Crab cakes belongs, but fish cake? The midnight buffets aren't going to eat themselves. Rubbing my cheese in the wrong direction. Wendy's Silver Linings Playbook and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Just went to move it with a tractor and all of a sudden I was digging. Just went down a little deep and tractor stopped. Man, what is this? Well, I ended up digging some more and got to the hood of it. This is a car. You're in a rut with a bad habit. The morning The morning stream. It's alive. It's alive. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the morning stream. My name is Scott Johnson. That guy right there is Brian Ibbett, and we are happy to be here. Hi, Brian. Hi. Uh, oh, man. I'm waving. I'm waving okay. for the people who uh, can see me. Hi. Great. Great. Oh, my gosh, dog. My dog wandered in here, and she's never in here right now. What are you doing? Okay. She's hoovering everything because she thinks there's food. There's no food in here. Oh, what have you dropped recently, Scott? Does it, is there cheese that's in the carpet? Are there... Uh... No. Is there a <laughs> It's all hardwood and oh oh by the way it's a there's a okay don't eat that. There's a bowl of a uh, 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 spent sunflower seeds. Those are not for you. Spent. Yeah, those sunflower seeds have been spent. See, look, a whole bowl of them. Uh, yeah, yeah that's great. You have a spoon. Why do you have a spoon in I, your bowl of I, spent sunflower seeds? I don't know. I think something else was in there before and then I just used it. All right, go upstairs. Be off. Be gone. Yes. Good thing Nick isn't around anymore to get the blame for uh, bowl empty bowls of leftover food left uh, all over your basement. Yeah. Mm. Heaven forbid that he was the yeah. target of our ire. Mm. I think we see where the problem was. So we had a weird thing yesterday. Kim had to rush down there. It was during the show. I didn't know about this. But while we were recording, she had to rush downtown to give uh, Nick his backup keys because he locked himself out of his apartment. And uh, <laughs> that's a total Nick thing to do. By the way, it's it's also a total mom thing to do, like to have a backup key for her son's apartment yep. that she could run down there if he gets locked out of his apartment. Yep, totally. So she rushed down there, gave him the other key. That key didn't work, so the landlord gave him a bum key. So bumpy, bumpy. So then Nick had to basically break into his own window. Oh no! But it was easy because he had cracked it open that morning a little bit because it was hot in there. And so it was off. It was open a little bit already, so oh, okay. he could so get in. So he didn't in. have to break break anything. Right, just had to like get in. You know. But now he realizes how easy it is to get into his yeah. apartment. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good news, bad news situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you learn a little something along the way, I guess. But doesn't uh, he? He doesn't have roommates who could have uh, uh, slid him a key that you know. 
so he tried that. Right. There he has nine. There are nine people in that place, eight including or nine. eight plus him, and uh, none of them were there, which is a little weird, because I well, I mean, maybe some of them have jobs deemed essentials. I know some are just students, sure. so I don't know why they weren't there, or they weren't answering. So it's possible that they were just sleeping like like bums. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so I don't know, but it was a it's a it's a decent size. Uh, it's not an apartment building. It's a I don't know what you call a it. Hostel? No, what is it? I mean, nine like people a, in this place. It's a it's a it's a multi floor. I don't know what is he in the hype house. Scott, does he live in a hype house? It's not a hype house. It's nothing like that. It's not a townhouse, but it's like that, and it's old, but it's re. Yeah, like a quadplex. There you go. Okay. All right. So, yeah. There you go. It's not like a normal apartment building type thing, but. Uh, hmm. Interesting. Anyway, they are not all in the same apartment. So they are in so nine they have apartments. Different keys. Only. Yeah. How many people in his direct uh, living quarters? Right, correct. There would have been. Oh, that's the other thing. Is it had had he, a, had they even that come was a to question? Oh, what do you ask question. it again? How many people are in his direct living quarters that oh, have a key? He has three people in his apartment. So okay. those those three people. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. Is it three plus him or three including him? I don't remember. It might be three. It might be four. But none of them answered, and they're the only ones with keys. So oh, Carter says it's a duplex. Okay, a duplex. Oh, is sure. it a duplex? Hold on, Carter. How many people are in his place? Are there two people in there or three? There got to be. Th- maybe maybe we could just get Carter uh, to do the show because she will provide the factual information. <laughs> yeah, she could just call in every morning and just take care of this. <laughs> Corrections from. Uh, That'd be fine. That'd be Tina, all right. Tina be able to do the same thing for me. All right, Tina, give me the you know let's let's correct everything that Brian said. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know anything, but she knows things. Uh, all right. So I fell off the wagon last night. And oh no! I'm not Scott. a I'm not a drug addict. Uh, no, but you pounded down a fifth of uh, whiskey. <laughs> no, nope, not, uh, not the next alcohol. Next to the empty bowl with a spoon of sunflower seeds, there's a an empty bottle of Fireball on the floor. <laughs> no, I w- no, I don't wish, but no, that wasn't it. Uh, so it wasn't sugar either. It wasn't me eating a bunch of sugar or anything. Mm-hmm. It was um, just getting this uncontrollable urge to eat hot spicy ramen at 9 p.m. Oh, which is outside of your fasting time. Yeah, it's or my it, window. My my window it's, it's is in a, your fasting time, yeah. My window is 11 to 7. That's when I mm-hmm. that's when meals can happen. And anything mm-hmm. outside of that is uh it's meant to be a no-no. But last night I justified it by saying, "It's a pandemic. We're trapped in here and I can do what I want with my time." <laughs> So I went in the kitchen and I got one of these like authentic, uh, we, we buy them at the Asian market, these like hardcore ramen mix things. Mm. And uh, they're still, you know, powder Does and still stuff. still add hot water, dump the packet. Mm-hmm. It's still that. Yeah. It's still that. But it's, be, you know, it's nicer stuff and it's bigger. Is it the Hong Shim? Uh, no, it's a brand. Shim? It's a brand I couldn't tell you because it's, it's all in Japanese. I can't actually read it. Okay. There's no English on it. Mm. Um. Anyway, it's very good, but it's spicy and, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's fine. And it tastes like the real thing. And even the little packet with the veggie things in it, when that stuff hits hot water, they become like like actual puffy little mushrooms and, you know, oh, like nice. working. Do you get that that weird uh, flat disc that's got a red spi- – it's a white flat disc with a red spiral on it? No, that's not in there, but I know what you're talking about. I've seen that yeah. before. Those are weird. I don't <laughs> – Trust they are it. weird. I don't know what that is. I eat it every single time, and yeah. I get it in the in the regular places, the ramen places as well. Is that tofu? Is it just colored tofu? Maybe that's it's been maybe it's tofu. Slice. Yeah, maybe. 
I'd never um, thought about that. I, uh, the deconstituted or dehydrated uh, tofu disc. <laughs> it just says those are called peppermints. They're not. It's not a starlight <laughs> mint, Andrew. <laughs> it's not that kind of swirl, and it's not sweet. Yeah, um, I don't know what those are, but I eat them every single time. And uh, whether it's the reconstituted uh, dry one or. Uh, uh, or, or at a regular ramen restaurant, some of those have it as well. I have no idea what that thing is. I assume it's there's nothing in nature that looks like that. So I assume it's like a prepared tofu thing with a little spiral in it. Probably fish cake. Fish it's cake. Fish cake could be fish cake. Yeah. Those are two words I don't think belong together. No, well, I guess don't. they kind of do. Crab cake belongs. Crab together, cake so belongs, cake. but fish cake that doesn't sound good to me. There's no appetizing sound to the fish cake word. It sounds terrible. No. But, but I would eat a crab cake, no problem. Bringing that on. Yeah. Fish cake. Fish cake. You want some fish cake? <laughs> like that, it's like that old uh, George Carlin routine where uh, he goes into the fridge. I don't know what I want, but I'm hungry. <laughs> oh, what's in there? <laughs> There's something in there that I can identify. It might be meat and it might be cake. <laughs> it's meat cake. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great album. It really it's is. Maybe yeah. his best, I think. Uh, so anyway, it was really good, but don't do that at 9 p.m. because it is no. legitimately hot, like super spicy. The spiciness right before bed is a bad idea. Yeah, so what, tell, me about your, tell me about your nutty dreams, Scott. I had what, all uh, kinds of weird dreams. Crazy? You were in one of them, but only in a minor role. So we were... Um, I was a supporting actor? Yeah, for some reason yeah. we were we were hiking, but it was up the side of a building. And it, oh, sure. But we were just wearing hiking boots, and it was like we were walking like Batman Robin style from the 60s. <laughs> Right, rope really or weird. just just walking up the sides. Just like. walking up the sides, and for some reason, it was my buddy Darren and I that were doing the hiking. And then every few windows, one would open, and you'd be in there, mm. and you'd just kind of look out and go, like just kind of make a face would or I whatever. Drop, was I dropping uh, uh, plant <laughs> plants <laughs> on you? And and every once in a while, you'd stop and go, "Go for it, yeah, go for it." I used to love that game so much. Oh my gosh. Crazy Climber, you guys. If you don't know what Crazy Climber is, you missed a great arcade experience. Brian and I know. We know. Feels like that's something that could come to the Switch with your dual dual joystick. Oh yeah, just uh, me, operation. Me, yeah, me, yeah, that would work. Anyway, because you didn't have any other controls on that game. We're just two. That was just a dual dual joystick. Yeah, there were two joysticks on the. I remember the sit down version. You would play with your hands down, like because sure. uh, they stuck out from the the panel they weren't up like this so you would go up and down like right. this flatly and right. then in the arcade stand-up version you held them like normal joysticks and it was weird because you mm -hmm. your skill sets were different or at least totally. it felt like it was different when you were using them anyway if yeah. you haven't played crazy climber it's pretty great and uh also maybe it's bad and we just don't remember it because we thought it was good then <laughs> It may be it may be really bad brian is what yeah, I'm pooping at. vultures or something yeah, yeah maybe it was bad maybe, maybe it wasn't very good um anyway so what was the point? Oh, uh, so yeah, dreams all night, weird dreams, made no sense. Uh, don't do that. Recommend against it. Mm -hmm. uh, about 4 a.m., the hot farts came, and boy, howdy, did I make my room a place Kim wouldn't want to be. So <laughs> just turned uh, it into the hot box, huh? <laughs> I kind of did. I feel a little bad about it, but uh, in some ways I don't regret it because it was very good, and I probably have another one like tomorrow or something. Because it's, but I won't eat it at 9, 8, 9 p.m. Eat it at seven. Or yeah. 6.45, 6.45. So you've got enough time to consume it and be done by by uh, the the time the clock strikes seven and yeah. your pumpkin 
or your chariot turns into a pumpkin. Exactly. I'm not laying, uh, you know, horizontal and having it just permeate through my body like a <laughs> like the freaking Horta in there. It was gross. Yeah. <laughs> Pain. So that was fun. Uh, we got a got an email here uh, that I am happy to answer here, even though it's more of a it's I guess it's a me question. But we talk about Fred and Ken on the show a lot, so we may as well bring sure. it up here. This is a canned question from Jeff. He says, Sir, I have a situation I believe you are well positioned to offer some expert advice in. I was rummaging through my pantry and stumbled upon a can of creamed corn. It's a week from its expiration date. Is there anything I can do to help to achieve sensi- sentience? Slather it mm. with CBD oil? Slather myself with CBD oil? <laughs> as the experts do. <laughs> uh, sorry. As the expert, do you have any advice? It's getting a bit lonely and I could use a roomie for quarantine. I await the, or sorry, I await the expiring with great anticipation. P.S. I'm, cons- or I'm assuming Fred and Can is a poorly disguised autobiog- <clears throat> autobiographical, bah, autobiographical cartoon. I'd be sorely disappointed if you tell me it's entirely fictional. Okay, mm. I'm not saying Kim's the Can, <laughs> but I am saying she's the voice of reason quite yes, often. Right. And mm-hmm. so, and the can does provide that voice of reason it does. to uh, Fred. Yes, it does. So, maybe without really meaning to, maybe I am uh, oh. expressing a, a a bit of that. I don't know. Like this is a this has been an interesting process. My original plan was, oh, it's just this guy with his can, and hilarity ensues. But as we've had real life things happen around us, I've found myself writing for that, and so the comic itself is reflecting, you know. Our current times mm-hmm. and as a mm-hmm. result i think what i'm learning is i am more like fred than i thought and i've always seen myself as a little bit together alone like i've always felt a little often by myself my whole life weirdly don't really mm-hmm. how to explain it this is more of a no, win- windy sense. thing but you know yeah. i don't know but i've always felt that kind of i can be in a crowd of 500 people but feel like i'm kind of on my own there weirdly <coughs> and so in some ways <coughs> excuse me the comic sort of expresses that in a weird way and um you know it makes for an interesting hook because you got a can to talk to but yeah maybe kim's the can i should say that quietly she's right upstairs <laughs> maybe kim's the can That's maybe kim is the I'm can. waiting for the flood of uh flood of titles mm-hmm. maybe kim's the can maybe kim's the can that should be a good voter uh vote getter later in, in today's show <laughs> Uh, we also got an email from another Jeff. This is our friend Jeff Sire. We haven't heard from him in a couple of weeks. So it's good to hear from Jeff, a.k.a. Bronco from Bromanville, Ontario. Yeah. He says this, Scott and Brian, I keep uh, in keeping with what... Uh, so sorry. In keeping with what... Eh, rrr, let me start over. Rrr, in keeping with your what is my middle name conversation from Tuesday. I got it out. That was it. I finally got it. Uh, when I used to have to synchronize my iPod each morning to get my podcast loaded, uh, I took the opportunity to rename my iPod. I called it the Titanic. So each morning when I plugged my iPod in, it would come up with this message. Sinking the Titanic. Jeff Sire, <laughs> Romanville, Ontario, Canada. That's very funny. That's, yeah. that's very good. And I wonder, Tristan's phone is called... The Titanic, like you know how how you when you get a, an iPhone, it, you name it so that you can identify it and where's my phone and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And his is called the Titanic, and it's funny because successive phones that he's gotten 
I think it takes the name. Oh no, it still lets you name it, but he's kept the name. Yeah. And I you, wonder if that's the reason, and I never knew it. It all it'll automatically carry it forward, but it gives you a chance to change it while you're uh, while you're registering the new phone. So it's, he probably it's also probably what he you know when he does the find my phone because I've lost it, it. It probably says searching for the Titanic. Searching for the is... Titanic, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Mine is called Scott's Duke. No, <laughs> no reason. No, there's nothing about it. I don't know why I even did it. I just called it Scott's Duke to differentiate it from everybody's other names in the household at the time. Uh, mine is called Brixer. Brixer's B R I. So my initials B R I, and it's the 10 R X R. But I added an extra X, so it's B R I X X R. Brixer. Oh, so you'll change that. Uh, yeah. Next yeah, time when I get the okay. uh, when I get the 12 or whatever, I'm skipping the. I didn't get the 11. Got right. the 10. Yeah. I, don't need, I don't need the 11. 10R is, an, um, is still... I mean, I have the 11 now, but it's basically my 10R. The 10R is the best mm-hmm. phone they... It's the best mm-hmm. phone they made, in my opinion. Really happy with the 10R. Yeah. So, you know, I'll, I'll play, have some play on a dozen uh, when when the 12 comes out and I get one of those. All right. And you'll say... You, so that'll be called Brian... No, sorry. It'll be called Bricks... Nope. Bricksers it, Dozen. <laughs> 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 I knew there was one in there. I just had to, had yeah. to get there. Trixie Brixie. XII. And no, my cough has nothing to do with COVID-19. Everybody calm down. I just have morning, oh. I have morning throat. That's all. Morning throat? Morning hey, my throat. dad, uh, my dad, the former uh, doctor, form of, uh, former head of cancer treatment at uh, MD Anderson and, mm-hmm. and physicist, actually yep. still does consulting, uh, turned me on to a... Don't you know? Don't <laughs> turn me on. But uh, told me about a a cool app that is put together by the Massachusetts General Hospital and the um, uh, King's College of London, and it's basically an app that you um, you log into every day, takes a minute, and you say how you're feeling. Oh, that's and cool. And what it does is it tracks potential outbreaks in your local community. The more people do this app, the better. Um, but it's like an official, this is not just like a, Hey, tap, tap your smiley face right here. Yeah. This is actually really, really cool. Uh, you know, I'll put a link in the, um, what's the, uh, name of the app. It is called COVID symptom tracker. COVID. And you know, you just put it in there. How if, even if you don't feel a hundred percent, but it's like, I don't think I have COVID. I got the sniffles today. You put that in there too. And it's, it's like, all right, well, you know, here's, here's symptoms that are happening in your area. Maybe it's related to this. Um, oh. My gosh, there's a ton of COVID nineteen apps already. Wow. Yeah, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna put a link in uh, Discord. Yeah, I found it here. It's a uh, right COVID it. symptom tracker from uh, Zoe Global Limited. Added questions about blood. Pre- okay. And it's uh, total total privacy. You don't have to put any information in there. Um, they actually replace your <clears throat> local information with a code, so that even if someone were to get uh, into it. Um, they would only see codes for everybody. They wouldn't see like a uh, list of. Oh people. yeah. Okay. This is cool. Take one minute each day to help fight the outbreak in your community. Join two million two hundred twenty-six six hundred and five people contributing. Uh, tell me more. Stanford University School of Medicine is working with this. Um, Harvard uh, Th Chan School of Public Health, Massachusetts General Hospital, King's College London. Yeah, Stanford University School of Medicine, and the ZOE, which is what the. 
Zoe brings bacon. The, yes, exactly. It's the Zoe brings bacon. <laughs> I don't know what the Zoe stands for. I don't know what that but, is. But uh, here's the deal. If my buddy uh, Don were to send me this app, I'd say, nah, okay, probably not. But the fact that my dad sent me this and you know he's in the medical industry, it's like, okay, this seems like a good thing. All right, cool. Yeah. And it's also good to know that because there's so many other apps in there. Who knows if any of those are good for anything? There's just a lot of symptom trackers that are just who knows what their the point is. But if this is right. being used for... Real data, real use, whatever. That's cool. I like it. Mm-hmm. <coughs> All right. Awesome. Uh, and to answer your question, yeah. Dice Tomato, I'm paying for the user data out of my own pocket. Thanks. The user data? I'm data. buying all of this, yeah. Dice Tomato um, uh, threw up his hands. Well, who's paying for this user data? Who's stealing your information? Oh. Oh, so we're I'm going saying. there, it's are me. we? I'm buying it. I'm buying it so that I can um, specifically target uh, cover songs to different areas and, and you know, make fat wads of cash yeah dice tomato. it's yeah, my yeah. whole goal no, no no i knew the conspiracy was true before it even started so dice tomato <laughs> you know he's just bringing true i think all the organizations that we just listed stanford and uh uh massachusetts general and all that is are the people who are buying this information yeah. using this information. they're buying so. this so that you are you are in their butts forever that's how that's exactly. gonna go yes <laughs> <All right. laughs> you are in their butts forever you're in their butts forever everyone all right, we have gotten to the point of the show where we can now share the latest, most important breaking news of the day, and here it is. I don't watch the news. Time for the news brought to you by. Today's episode is sponsored by There Will Be Dungeons Teas from Phoenix Pearl Tea. To celebrate 100 episodes in two years of great shows, we're offering 20% off any There Will Be Dungeons Teas with the promo code the promo code TWBD100. That's TWBD. There will be Dungeons 100. TWBD100 at checkout. Just go to phoenixpearltea.com slash TWBD to check it out. Might I recommend... Um. Oh, what's the name of my favorite one? My name. My brain just went blank. Oh, Pixie Blush is my favorite. Mm. Oh, really? I haven't had that one. I've had the, the Harvest Moon. Of course, I love the... Uh, the the matcha oh, oh yeah the matcha stuff. teas right are now, all good this is a good time to support Gwen and her tea shop because I imagine you know it's probably not terribly busy but probably got a lot of foot traffic with people coming into her store mm-hmm. so this is a really good opportunity to help her out and uh, buy some tea from her in fact no uh, as far as I know no foot traffic because it's it's banned there it's shut down yeah yeah so feet all... are banned yeah so if you like a good tea in the morning uh, she's got you covered all right. Let's now do the news. The UFC, Ultimate Fighting Championship. Have you heard of them? I've heard of the UFC, yes. Okay. You know what they're all about. They're just about the punching and the kicking and the throwing each other on the ground and the whatnot. <laughs> yes. Right? And the whatnot. Yeah. They are... Punching and the kicking of the flaming. <laughs> they are uh, uh, getting a private island to hold their weekly fights amid the coronavirus. It's actually a couple days old, this news, but we kept missing it in the show, so I'm going to yeah. tell you about it now. Uh, if you didn't fully grasp how desperate Dana White is to run UFC fights amid the coronavirus pandemic, uh, you will now. Not only is UFC 249 set to happen on April 18th, which is what, like uh, nine days from now. Yeah, week from Saturday. <clears throat> but White says he is getting a private island so he can run fights every week, including, uh, sorry, including with international fighters who currently cannot enter the U.S. because of travel restrictions. He says this, I'm a day or two away from securing a private island. One would assume that by now he's got it because this is about two days ago. I have a private island that I have secured. Okay, that's some weird doublespeak. Here's what he says again. Let me give you the full quote. 
I'm a day or, <laughs> I'm a day or two away from securing a private island. Period. That's sentence one. Yes. I and it's all in the same quote. Period. Right. I have a private island that I've secured. Yeah, that's that seems like. Uh, I think I'm going to pick up the new. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to download that new No Man's Sky uh, update. By the way, I've got that new man's No Man's Sky update. And I really like it. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's such a weird thing to say. That's yeah. that's like. Um, Somebody else did this the other day, and it blew my mind. It was in like, within like ten minutes. Oh, that's, oh, never mind. It was a Trump thing. He so, said he said they right, were going to so, stop sending money to the to the World Health Organization, and then fifteen oh, minutes yes, later I said uh, we're thinking about it. I'm like, well, you just said you were, and now you're just thinking yeah. about it. Like, because he's because uh, he you know verbal vomit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me track, retract that. Well, I'm not going to retract it. I'm going to double down. <laughs> yeah. Let me double down. Double down. Mm, yeah. Double down sounds good, even though it shouldn't be a thing I want. Uh, all right. So, oh, sorry, you were going to say something. I, I was going to say, um, great. So private island, nothing can spread. No viruses can spread on a private island. No, that's the rule of private islands. No viruses yes. spread on private so, islands. Yeah. So even if you're not showing symptoms, as we found out, you can have COVID for several days before you even sh- start showing symptoms, right? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so um, do they go into a temporary airlock facility and hang out there for a week, and then if they're fine, then they come to the private island? Because well, it seems like a private island is just another way you could probably spread this if one person has it. Well, if it takes 12 to 14 days to incubate, and you're not showing symptoms, and some people are never symptomatic, they just right. spread it to other people who then get it and right. have the have it. There's nothing There's nothing in this math that works. Nothing about no, his plan no, works. it really isn't, yes. But it's private is what he wants to stress. Well, yeah. it's a private island, yes. and that's going to solve the problem. Yeah, everything's fine if you do it in private. Says here it's basically we're, UFC's fire festival is what we're looking at here. <laughs> exactly. Then he goes on to say, which also contradicts I'm a day or two away from securing it. He says, we're getting the infrastructure put in now. Okay, well, what it, which is it? Anyway, so I'm going <laughs> to... And I'm two days away from getting the infrastructure put in. <laughs> he says, I'm starting to do the international flights, too, with international fighters. I won't be able to get international fighters, all of them. <laughs> Wait. He literally just said... <laughs> He literally just said, "We're actually watching a uh, a wrestler uh, with the blue screen of death who has to keep getting rebooted." Yeah, and, what uh, is going on here? So he says, "I'm also going to start the international flights too with international fighters. I won't be able to get international fighters, all of them, into oh. the oh, okay. He, yeah, I shouldn't yeah. have stopped there, but man, you really set me up for what to expect here, buddy." Uh, he says, "So uh, to get them into the U.S., so I have a private island." <laughs> I'm going to start flying them into the private island and start doing international flights from there. He's something's wrong with him. Somebody unplug him. <laughs> plug him back in. He really he really likes the phrase private island. Like that's he feels like that's the that's the solution to uh the world's problem right now is private island. Private island. Yeah, private island. All of it. Yeah. Uh he has private yet island. to discuss the location of it. Uh USPN reported it would be somewhere in the west coast or off the west coast. White says UFC is setting up shop at the first venue for two months and will be pumping out fights every week before moving to the island. Okay, so yeah. they'll do that on the coast. Then it's going to come out. Island. I don't really have a private island. I just installed Catalina on my <laughs> uh, Then he has a thousand island after the Catalina. <laughs> Get it? Because they're dr- both Mojave, dressings. Yeah, yeah. Nice dressing. uh, let's see. Despite all the risks, White insists everybody will be safe. Quote, we have all our own planes and everything. Again, okay, I'll keep reading. 
everybody's going to be pre-tested and tested. We're going to make sure that 100% healthy athletes, healthy athletic commission people, healthy judges, referees, my production people, everybody there is going to be healthy. We're going to make sure everybody's going to be safe before, during, and after the fights. Good luck with that, dude. That's not how it works. Not how it works. We're going to have all of our own planes and everything. (laughs) Everything's going to be pre-tested and tested. I didn't want to say who he sounds like, but you're not wrong. Yeah. He kind of sounds like that, doesn't he? We're really increasing our uh, safetiness. (laughs) (laughs) To fight Uh, the silent killer. Chinese virus. Chinese virus. (laughs) Uh, anyway, so that's a thing. That's a thing going on. <laughs> Jeannie mutes when I do. She says, it's, it's, Brian's impression is so good, I have to mute when he does it. It's really good. You just watch the screen and then watch when I, when I stop doing it. <laughs> Silent virus. It's when you do that, like, over that thing he does, which is like this ridiculous over the top. We have all of our own planes. <laughs> and every, I hate that. So everybody's going to, yeah, except, except when he does that, he's like reading from a script. You know, it's like, uh... <laughs> Yeah, I hate it. I hate it and love it at the same time. <laughs> it's just a, I'm really, it's a conflicted feeling I have in my heart about it. Because I like when Brian does it, but I hate I hate that it exists. Um, <laughs> all right, here is a... Maybe we need electrolytes. Maybe that'll solve our problem. That'll solve all of our problems. All right, here's a here's a deal. Um, a story that we're used to having on on the show that's uh, not necessarily COVID related, or or is it? It's more Fred and Can related, really. It kind of is. A woman was assaulted with spaghettios. A no, f- no, no, that's not that's not what the headline says. Yeah, it says woman assaulted. Oh, <laughs> one one key word in the middle of that. Yeah, it matters actually. Woman <laughs> assaulted man with spaghettios. There we go. <laughs> there you go. Um, a Florida woman. Of Damn, course. That's also important. When, when are they not? <laughs> is facing a felony domestic battery charge after allegedly clobbering a man with a can of SpaghettiOs, a blow that left the victim with a laceration, large one, on his head, according to cops. Oof. Yeah. Uh, said, that man it. was Chef Boyardee. Yep. Take that, Boyardee. Chef Boyardee. Chef Boyardee. Do they ever make anything good? They don't, do uh, they? No. There's no such thing as a good like. Was there a, is there a historical moment way back in time where I could find out who the real Chef Boyardee was, and he was good, and then they stole they they bought his name and then just made shit for it. Like, is that what happened? That's probably yeah, what happened. Is the guy that you see on the label is he the real original Chef Boyardee, or is he just an actor or I like a, uh, a like model? a ma- like a fake mascot? I don't know. I'm looking to see if there really was a Chef Boyardee. <laughs> J.C. Calhoun's not happy because he... Oh, apparently... yeah, here we go. Uh, Hector... Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> Ettore Boyardee. It's a real uh, guy, then. Owned by the anglicized version. Hector Boyardee was an Italian-American chef famous for his brand of food products. So Okay. He was born in 1897. I mean, that... Giuseppe and Maria Maffi Boyardee. But what's the, what's the recipe for liquid orange? Is... <laughs> Right, exactly. Is there a way that I could puree a tomato so fine, so hard, that it loses all flavor or consistency? Or oh wow, you guys in the chat are right. It is the plot of Ratatouille. I didn't think about that. Basically, is it really? Well, yeah, because they're basically taking that chef and then trying to commercialize him, right? Right, right. Yeah, it's true. It's totally true. He was he was dead though. Yeah, he died in eighty five. Chef Boyardee. No, I mean in the movie 
the dead, oh. the chef guy was a ghost the whole time, right? <laughs> Wasn't he just a ghost? And he would like talk to the rat in ghost form. I think so. It's been a long time since I've seen Ratatouille. As a matter of fact, I think I've only seen Ratatouille once in the theaters, and I haven't seen it since. Oh, that's worth seeing again. It's it's good. one of the few one of the few uh, Pixar movies that I've only seen just the once, just the one time. Actually, I don't think I've seen Up since the uh, since the theater. Well, Up so is next to up Reggie is, from AIE crying his eyes out. Yeah, Up is just there to make you sad. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what job. I hear. That's what I hear. Onward is just there to make you sad, but I still want to see it. Man, Reggie, I haven't talked to Reggie in so long. Have I you know, heard? Me I mean, you've heard hiding her hair of Reggie. No. I wonder no. where he's at. What's he doing? They had that little kid. Oh, they're all right. Should be okay. I just I haven't so. heard from him. They're in Breckenridge, yeah. right? I should. Yeah, I'll, uh... they're somewhere in Colorado. Colorado. Mm-hmm. I like those guys. Um. All right. Where was I? Okay, yeah, so according to the arrest affidavit, the victim told police after arriving home from the hospital Saturday afternoon, he got into a verbal argument with Sade Miranda, which is a fun combination of music music makers, if you think about it. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. It's uh, I I can't think of Miranda Lambert's song, but I'd obviously be something smooth operator. Smooth operator. Or you could do Lynn Manuel Miranda. You could do that and say it's. Oh, there uh, you go. She's not going to miss her shot. shot. She's not going to miss her shot. Yep. There it is. We found there it. There we go. All right. Good. The victim and Miranda, age 30, were sharing a room at a travel inn motel in Fort Pierce. Well, there's your trouble. Um, anyway, the victim's <laughs> name was redacted as well as details as what prompted the fight. The man told the cops he sought to uh, de escalate the situation by gathering some of his belongings and stepping outside the room. It's not really a de-escalation. That's just you getting out. Right? Yeah. Well, it's de-escalation. Like, oh, she looks angry. I'm going to go. I'm going to leave my fine uh, room at the travel in lodge <laughs> <laughs> in Fort Pierce. <laughs> I mean, no offense if anyone really loves staying there. I'm going to walk across to the Waffle House that's guaranteed to be across the street. Yeah. And, uh, Except they closed all those, right? There. Didn't those all get yeah. closed? Yeah, like, they're all closed, right? Like clothes closed, I heard. Like down, oh, gone. like not even like uh, closed for the coronavirus. Well, there. you know what? I'm not sure about this. I don't want to give out bad info. Let's see. Waffle House. Yeah, temporarily closed is what I see. Okay, I hope that's true. That's a. There's a lot of those. There are a lot of those. And you know what I like? When was the last time you've been to one though? Um, yeah, it's been like ten years, something like that. Last time I was in yeah. Mississippi, I think, because they're not out here. We don't have them in Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. So it's only when I get down to see Kim's family or something. The Waffle House in Aurora still has takeout right now, but the Thornton and Littleton locations are uh, uh, are, are, tem- are listed as temporarily closed. By the way, their waffle so they are selling their Waffle House uh, waffle mix, and it sold out online in just four hours as of uh, yesterday. Like oh wow! It, they put their waffle their um, uh, waffle mix. Uh, online to sell and it's sold out in four hours oh good that's a good that's good let me ask you this that reminds me of a thing i'm glad you brought that up sure saw a news story where dairy farmers are dumping just like gallons and gallons and gallons of milk down a drain because normally in normal times they have a couple of customers that are like one or two customers that are huge restaurant uh chain Mm -hmm. oh yeah uh, why yeah, are they throwing that away? Why aren't they? Why can't that go somewhere who needs it? Like, there, there are people who are, are mm-hmm. were poor before this, by the way, that maybe could use your milk 
and you're just mm -hmm. literally pouring it down a drain. And somebody yeah. said, well, that's because they got to control markets and it's all about price control or something. I'm like, I don't care, dude. You're throwing it away. Fine. I mean, they have to pay for refrigeration trucks and stuff to haul it, but but um, seems like that would be a good donation to make. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, imagine somebody could step up and help them. Someone will come help over them get there milk to the people who need it. Someone will come sure. over there and like do the part of like getting it all and taking it somewhere. I guarantee someone will do that. Mm -hmm. You just have to say or something. I don't know. Elon how it goes. Musk will help get the milk to the people who need it. Okay, well he's the, he's your man. Get out there. He got like a, he get one of his new uh, truck Teslas, Tesla trucks. Yes, <laughs> which will be fine for hauling the milk as long as you don't throw a baseball at the window. Yeah. I what did uh, I saw Shkreli in the news yesterday? Yeah, he's trying to get. He's using the COVID thing as an excuse to do an early release. To get out. That's right. Yeah. Yes, I'm afraid of getting COVID, so let me out. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Not how it works, buddy. I mean, Sorry, supervillain, you've got to stay in Arkham <laughs> Asylum for a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess it can happen because they are talking about commuting certain uh, certain cases in, in some prisons and jails, but they're all they're they're trying for the minor ones first, not like this guy who committed sure. a huge freaking bank fraud. I, you know what we ought to do is is offer to sell him some vaccine at a ridiculously inflated cost. I'm, I think that's yeah. a yeah. that'd be a good option. I like yeah. it. I like where your head's at. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the COVID money, uh, here's the deal with your $1,200 in Corona, coronavirus. <laughs> I can't say words. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. Uh, stimulus check. You know, the one we're supposed to get from the big yeah. uh, stimulus package. It turns out that 1200 bucks. And all it kind of varies, so it's not exactly twelve hundred. It like it right, depends, depends on, on how much at. you make and, and right. that sort of thing. Yes, like it's kind of actually a bummer because the poorest people get the least, and it doesn't make sense to me. Oh, really? I thought if yeah. you make under seventy-five thousand, you get the most. Uh, you get the full amount. I thought it was. Oh no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, you're right. I still argue that it's not. It's not really gonna. I don't know. Maybe it will do something. Maybe it'll do something. I don't know. It doesn't seem like a lot to me. It's a lot in aggregate because you're giving three hundred plus million people potentially twelve hundred dollars cash mm -hmm. or or less, I guess, if they make more. But and it will help. It, it'll help a little, but it's not going to fix. I don't know. It just seems weird to me. It seems like a weird band aid. I think it's important, but I just don't know if it's enough. That's what I'm saying. I guess. Sure. Sure. I think think more things like rent forgiveness and and. Uh, you know, putting off people's that would be for, that would be the the big thing. It's like uh, landlords should be, and 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 mortgage companies I think should also be considering this. Like, let us skip one month of mortgage for this business going on. But right, right. you know, what do they need to pay that they're not going to get that money for? You know, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's all got a, it all rolls downhill, Scott. Con just Somebody's got con to pick up that poop. Con just says it's all the distractions from the bailouts that are coming. Yeah, probably. I think. Uh, you're going to see some gnarly bailouts. You know who shouldn't ask for bailouts, by the way? And I can't believe they have the nuts to do it. <laughs> Are these cruise companies, they, they, oh, they not yeah. even, they're not even U.S. companies, and they did that to avoid taxation here. They became, they became companies registered in, like, the Caribbean and small Caribbean countries and small Mexican uh, states in, in, in the state of Mexico. They did mm -hmm. that so they could avoid being taxed as US, US taxes, taxes yes. but now right. they want US bailout because you're I know you're suffering but dude that one really rubs my cheese the wrong direction man <laughs> it really bugs me
Yeah. You're also not required. You figure it out or you go away. You're not a, an essential part of the fabric of the economy. You're just not essential. You just aren't. How can you make an argument mm-hmm. that a cruise is essential? Do I want cruises to exist? People sure. need those cruises. What are those what are those midnight buffets going to do? They're not going to eat themselves, Scott. I don't know, man. Like I already have a problem with giant corporate bailouts anyway because it just you know, we, 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 we talk big talk about not being socialist, but it's a socialist move to pay out, to bail everything out. It was that in 08. It was that in the 9-11, some of the 9-11 bailouts that they did, and it's the same well, today. we got to give the 40% of the money to the 60% of the workers. It's like, we're our, doing 20% of the work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he officially stepped down yesterday from he the did. deal. Yeah, yeah. Did. You know what I hope? Here's what I hope. It's just a, <laughs> my own private little hope, okay? Yeah, yeah. Uh... So Biden, nobody's first choice, but he's the guy you got, right? Right. Uh, Biden runs. He gets Elizabeth Warren as VP. Mm-hmm. And then they hire, uh, they hire Bernie as like health care czar. Hmm. Because I think he actually has some really great health care ideas. Don't send me your emails. I don't want to get in arguments, okay? I'm just saying. It's better than what sure. we got. And anyway, he's super passionate about it. And I think it would make Bernie people happy to have him directly involved in some way, not just a not just a, a pity position. I don't mean that, like something meaningful. Right, right. Well, yeah, meaty, a good meaty position. Yes, yeah, agreed. something meaningful. And I think, uh, like what what uh, Biden should be doing. I'm sure he's you know he's already starting preparing for the debates. He needs to binge watch Comedy Central roasts. Yes. And and be prepared in that way. That yeah. is the <laughs> Not be prepared to be the funny guy. Be prepared to know what it feels like to get bombarded with really shitty Exactly. Stuff. And, and be able to, you know, come back with uh Yeah. yeah. You do that's mm-hmm. great, Brian. That's actually a really good idea. Yeah. Gotta do gotta do more stuff like that. Oh, Klobuchar would be another good choice for VP. You know, that was the yeah, New York like Times, uh, failing New York Times' suggestion for <laughs> who they were backing were, were uh, Warren and uh, Klobuchar. I like Klobuchar. She's cool. Plus, I like Klobuchar. Klobuchar. I, didn't, just, her, I guess her husband just recovered from COVID. I didn't know he had it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I don't know how they all don't have it from all the hobnobbing and handshaking they did for so many months when they didn't know this was a thing. Because there's talk that this thing may have been here even late last year and people had it and didn't know it. And, Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. I, I mean, there, there were, uh, you know, there were there were times that I felt uh, kind of crummy. That it's like, oh, maybe I got mild symptoms of uh, of COVID. Yeah, actually, JK good. Grammar says, "How about Porter for VP? Billy Porter? I think he'd make a very fat, a fabulous uh, VP. Wait, he'd be fabulous." Who's Billy Porter? I don't know who that Billy is. Billy Porter is on uh, that that show Pose. He's he's been in all the. Like he's made appearances on uh, the Grammys or the the the, uh, the Oscars. Oh, not a politician, an actor. Right. Okay. I, I I don't know why I've never heard of him. I don't know if that. I don't think that's who J.K. Grammer is <laughs> is referring to, but I can't think of another Porter that's in politics. Yeah. Oh, Katie Porter. Katie, Katie Porter. Porter. Is that it? I don't know. I don't know who that is. I don't either. know who Katie Porter is. I'm looking her up. I don't know any of these people. Oh, safe search. Oh. Just kidding. Flip that back over, Brian. Get just moderate. Kidding. Just get, kidding. Get moderate back on there quick, ASAP. <laughs> American law professor, attorney, and politician serving as the U.S. representative for California's 45th congressional, 45th congressional district since 2019. Oh, I don't remember hearing her name in any of this she stuff. She seems too smart to be vice president. Yeah, why would you want that job? <laughs> I mean, it's an ugly thing no matter what you do. We just got to get that, uh, that pustulating zit that's in there now out of there. 
Mm-hmm. I don't care who it is. Dude, freaking George W. Bush could come back and uh, mm-hmm. I'll take him. Yeah. I'd take yeah. a, I'd take a, uh, who would I take? It's anybody. <laughs> <laughs> anybody. Anybody. <laughs> I don't care who. All right. Um, hey, look at this. I vote for a uh, 24-pack of Charmin toilet paper for president. That's ding, why I'm, that's my, uh, that's ding, my writing. Ding. Oh, I got a good joke for you to play on your wife. You ready to hear this? Uh-huh, sure. Here's what you need to do. It's a toilet paper-related joke. Here's what you do. God, okay. You go into... <laughs> you Okay, so in the bathroom, you get two rolls of toilet paper, assuming you have... You have the luxury of having two rolls of toilet two paper. Two rolls? Ooh, yeah. what am I, a Rockefeller? Yeah, in these hard times, if you have two. And you put them on the lid of the toilet... Uh, as if they're eyeballs okay so the 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 roll holes are facing out so it looks Uh like a couple of eyes and then you lift the toilet a little bit and you take a um paper uh paper towel roll the 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 cardboard tube from a paper towel uh roll that's been spent you just keep one of those tubes around so it takes a little prep you stick that lift the seat up a little bit and stick that in there so it looks like a big old stogie cigar cigarette thing (laughs) and then then here's the trick you go into the other Uh room and you say Tina, 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 get in here for the the the, the toilet smoking. I don't know what's wrong. There's something wrong with the uh, toilet smoking. And she'll freak okay. out and go, oh, my gosh, we got to go see what's going on. And she'll whip around the corner, and she'll just see this dumb-faced toilet with a freaking fake cigarette sticking out of its mouth. And then you get to laugh. And then you film it, and you put that on TikTok or some shit like that. I was going to ask you, is this something you saw on TikTok? And actually, DJ Stengel beat me to it, but I was about to ask you, is this something you saw on TikTok? It was totally something I saw on TikTok. <laughs> Last night while I was digesting my hot soup, I was... Uh... <laughs> You're TikToking. Uh, at what point do you switch from the news fast over to a TikTok fast? <laughs> I don't know. You know what? I'm finding a lot of catharsis in TikTok because it's Are so you? stupid. It's just so Plus stupid. you learning some sweet dance moves, aren't you? Well, see, this is what's great about that app. It learns from your behavior what you want to see. I don't get dancing people ever. Oh, you don't? No. Nope. Good. I get funny, weird videos. I get funny fail videos. I get people playing tricks on each other and their own family and their COVID-19 stuff. Um, is it a, uh, I need to, need to get better in my TikTok use. So as I'm watching something, if I don't like it, I swipe up to get to the next thing. You go, <laughs> you keep going. So as soon as you see a thing you don't like, mm-hmm. it, because what it does is the algorithm works on how long you stayed there. Oh, okay. So immediately like, nope. Yeah. Flip. Just flick okay. it. So if you see some girl going, like, <laughs> Like, here's the funniest thing. I don't get dancers yeah. anymore, but the other day, yeah. my niece showed up out of a nowhere. I don't have anything that says really? I'm related to her, but some, and I looked at her. I see this blonde girl, and I go, she's familiar. How do I know her? <laughs> and I look at the username, and she's doing one of the typical dances or whatever, and I look at the username, and it says, you know, Anna something. And I'm like, yeah. oh, my gosh, that is my niece, Anna. <laughs> and she's got like 75,000 followers or something like that. Wow. And, and I'm and she's dancing. I'm like, that is weird. A that it would be served to me. Yeah, I, yeah. I can only I mean, think the odds of that <clears throat> odds of that coming up are pretty nutty. It knows that if you if you hear if you see some Utah or let's say you're in Colorado, you see some Colorado related one, and you watch oh, it yeah. all the way through. It mm-hmm. starts to learn that oh, he likes things. It doesn't know that you live there Local, necessarily. Regional. Although oh, Icor okay. Icor is saying don't use it at spyware from China, but oh, whatever. I, TikTok I, is is spyware from China. I now? mean they're. <laughs> I know face face swap or face app or whatever it was. There, this is a there. There's no easy way to say whether it is or isn't. 
because they keep like they opened a sure. this was on DTNS the other day they opened a play uh, a department in California that they call the transparency something something Cal- something and they let people go in there and see how they how they moderate posts and how they do their stuff to just say hey look we're totally open and whatever and then then they go over to hype house and <laughs> I don't know what they do <laughs> I do want somebody to turn that what what part of what you just said into a title. Uh, they're, they're called the transparency something, something, something. Yeah, I don't remember the name of it. <laughs> it was some weird name. But yeah, it's a Chinese company. Uh, okay. TikTok's owned uh, by a Chinese company, but it isn't, I don't know why that would make everybody immediately assume that they were spyware. I probably need to read more about it. Yeah. See, Bobby Franks, that's the thing. Uh, he says, guys, everybody's taking your info. Just accept it. Soak it in. It's done. Anyone who wants your data has already got access to it. It's over. Just enjoy TikTok. Yeah. I kind of am exactly in that place. I'm the most boring person, uh, data wise, you know, like you want my data, you want to, you want to hack into my webcam that's staring at my 3d printer. Fine. You can watch it print a, uh, what's it printing? A, uh, a filament, uh, thing so that I can start using my smaller rolls of filament that I'm almost out of yeah. to make COVID masks, to make those little things that hold the transparency sheets. Cause somebody, somebody linked me to, um, some approved, uh, designs for for um, masks where you just send them the masks and they put the they slap the uh, transparency sheets on there the plastic on there so yeah. heard they a little put bit the plastic thing that. that's very um, cool which is really just made from the transparency sheets you can get at office max yeah you just but buy you, regular old uh, overhead uh, projector things right it's just those yeah, things exactly yeah. but uh, yeah but not the um, uh, but anyway let them have that information let them watch. My 3D printer go. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Well, the, the, so this article they posted in the chat has nothing to do with it. It says TikTok admits it suppressed videos by disabled queer and fat creators. Oh, no. Really? I don't know how that's true because I see a lot of gay and a lot of fat people stuff. <laughs> but do you see any fat gay people, Scott? Oh. Nah. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. I'm not going to be an expert on this. Um, but if you think that, that apps are looking at you while you're using them, I, I can't help you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I just I don't know what to say to you. Um, all right. So uh, bad news just ha- happened. Oh, no. Carter just, bad news, everyone. Carter just sent me a text, and I am really... This is uh, this is hitting me like a truck. Oh, uh, no. my, is she sick? Is she coughing? No, no, no. It's uh, oh. my favorite... Did she lose her key? My, <laughs> my favorite cartoonist illustrator of all time mm-hmm. passed away mm-hmm. today. Mort Drucker Mort died. Drucker. Now he was really, really old, but that, I mean, if you want to ask, Hey Scott, who's your biggest artist inspiration in the world ever, ever? It was Mort Drucker. I mean, Mort Drucker was everything for me growing up. He was everything. So I didn't know about this. Please tell me it wasn't him suffering with the disease or something. I hope he just died in his sleep or something. Let's see. Um, News. I'm looking to see. Um. Yeah, there it is. April eighth. Does it say how? Uh, it's so breaking that we don't know. He was ninety-one, so he's pretty old. Um, doesn't say. Hmm. I just love that guy, though. He's great. I freaking love him. And I don't. We'll be keeping like an that. eye on this story, but it'll be down in the very small part of the uh, frame around the panels in that little tiny space at the bottom of the page. No, I know that's Sergio Aragonés. Yeah, I. Uh, 
I'm going to say so I'll do something today online. I don't know what, because that guy was just, I, I've always feared the day that he would pass away. But the thing is, I never, the reason I fear it most is I never got, I really always just wanted to have a chance to meet him. And he hasn't been, he doesn't do cons. It hasn't for right. 20, 30 years. I wasn't doing them back then. So there's never like an opportunity to do it. But I have this huge stack of his work in here. I've got every Mad Magazine that he ever put anything cool in. I've got compilations. I got this cool Reagan book. He did back hmm. when Reagan was president. He's just yeah. This would be somebody brings up who is it? Uh, Rusty Nail says any way to get involved with a Mort tribute? You could totally do like a a piece of art in his style, or do like the um, uh, the uh, Saturday. Who, who's the Saturday Evening Post uh, artist? Uh, oh, with the with his daughter's name hidden all over the place. Not um, her, not Hirschfeld. Oh, um, not Hirschfeld. Not the not the character guy, but the guy who did all the stuff for the Saturday Evening Post. Rockwell, Norman Rockwell. Oh, Norman. You know, Rockwell. he did that. Th- yeah. Somebody did a tribute to him where they had that famous Norman Rockwell where he's drawing himself like he's looking in the mirror, but he's got a um, yeah. a self-portrait thing that he's working on. You could do something along those lines where you're you're painting a Mort Drucker style piece of art, yeah. but it's your style around it to That's, say this is Scott Johnson doing. I may do Mort something Drucker. like that because I really, oh man, that's just a, yeah, hasn't quite sunk in yet. Okay. Uh, all right. We are going to. Uh, take a bit of a break, and when we come back, my sister will be here, um, and we're going to talk about the silver linings of this particular lockdown. There are some, it turns out, and so uh, that'll be a thing. You know what we'll do? Carter just said this in text, and she's right. We'll do a we'll do a, a stream, uh, an art stream, go. and sort a of tribute stream, tribute yeah. stream, yeah, and uh, talk about his stuff and why it was so influential to me, and probably pass some of this down to her, as far as I can tell. Anyway, um, all right, so let's do that. Brian, do you have a song that we can take a break with? And, and Carter, if you're listening, uh, figure out some point uh, in the next couple of weeks to randomly text your dad and tell him you lost your keys and you can't get into your apartment. And, uh, <clears throat> don't just, tempt you know, her. Don't do it right now because he's expecting it. But yeah. wait, you know, like nine days and do it. And yep. Don't tempt uh, her. Yeah. Dude, this is, I'm about to just brighten your day with some music. This, this song made me so happy. I listened to it twice this morning. I fell in love with it instantly. This is brand new, a Detroit indie pop duo called Junior Junior. And we've played Junior Junior on the show before. JR, JR is how you uh, spell that if you're looking. Um, this is a brand new single called The Way I Do. They've got an EP called August and Everything Prior. As you know, they did their August and Everything Prior. It comes out May 1st uh, via their own label imprint, Love is Easy Records. Big thanks to them and the syndicate for getting this over to me. Here is the song, The Way I Do, from Junior Junior. Haven't heard a thing from you in a long time, baby.
Have you ever wanted to learn how to play the guitar? You're one of those people who just failed to teach themselves. You tried, but you couldn't do it. Well, we have a solution for you. Fender Play is the complete online learning platform for guitar, bass, and ukulele. With Fender Play, you can learn to play your favorite songs in minutes with short and easy to follow lessons. What makes them different? Well, they offer a robust learning platform with tools specifically designed to help you progress faster. With a Fender Play membership, you can follow a personalized learning path tailored to your musical taste. Each lesson builds on the previous, so you're always leveling up. Master riffs and full songs from iconic artists like Green Day, Nirvana, Led Zeppelin, The Rolling Stones, the list goes on. Access lessons on your phone, tablet, computer, so you uh, can always learn on your own schedule. You have a busy life. Do it at your own pace. Get unlimited access to thousands of lessons for an entire year, all for less than the average cost of one traditional music lesson. Right now is a perfect time to be doing this. I've always struggled with it. Never was able to teach myself. Uh, took some lessons way, way, way back in the day, and they weren't great. Uh, my experience with Fender Play so far has been pretty rad. And my son is, well, he's going to be out playing us all shortly. Here's what I want you to do. Sign up for Fender Play today, and you'll get your first two weeks free with the option to cancel your membership anytime. Take advantage of this special offer by going to Fender.com slash TMS. That's Fender.com slash TMS. Try Fender Play risk-free and do it today, and you'll be playing your favorite songs in no time. We thank Fender Play for sponsoring this show. I'm on MySpace. I'm on Friendster. And there's a new network called Facebook, which I think is going to be really influential. So I know how to reach young people. All your neighbors knew how late it was when you went by at your regular dog trot. This is the morning stream. Brian, Scott never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. <laughs> you told me you killed him. You told me you killed him. No. 
I am your father. No! Hooper. Hey everybody! Uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, if you heard, if you were there for the mid part, you saw some cool art from Mort Drucker. Do yourselves a favor and go search for his stuff. He is amazing, and he worked pretty late into his life. Um, there's some some really great stuff right up until the time he retired, and uh, that was a bummer day for everybody. But uh, anyway, yeah. more on that later. I'll probably do some sort of something. Uh, quick uh, back announce, by the way, Junior Junior, The Way I Do, coming uh, up from their upcoming album, August and Everything Prior, which I think is a brilliant uh, album title. I like it. I like it yes. a lot. All right. We're going okay. to get Wendy up in it. She's going to be a part of this. She's mm-hmm. going to uh, bring her Thursday is magic. She? Is she? Well, it's a great question, but I believe so. <laughs> Wendy, are you there? I'm getting rings of nothing edge. Mm-hmm. Oh, there we go. Oh, I see green. Yeah, I see green. Hello. Hi. Hello. There she is. How are you? I'm good. How yeah, are you guys? doing all right. Are you uh, keeping it all, you know, together there with all the um, stuff? I think so. So um, I have a lot of candy. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Wendy's a candy consumer. Um, I am. And I really got over my candy thing. I did a whole year without sugar and it really broke me of a lot of my biological habit yeah. and uh i'm re-upping it this yeah. is the time bringing it back this is uh kind of i've i've been i've off i've been off sugar since last fall and yeah. um have not significantly cheated i mean other than the the new year's eve creme brulee i had to celebrate new year's eve i've been oh. really really good at it and um uh last night i was tempted kim had some cake from somebody gave us a cake or something and I was tempted. I was like, oh, cake. I remember that. That's, hey, we're stuck here. Life is hard. Can we do that now? <laughs> like, is it okay for me to just do a bad thing for me now? Because it's whatever. And Kim's like, no, you better not. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I probably shouldn't. And so I didn't. But instead, as I told Brian earlier, I ate really hot ramen at nine, about 9.15 in the, in the evening. That's your candy is hot ramen. Yeah, hot ramen, mm-hmm. baby. That's what I like. Hot ramen. Nutrient yeah. dense. I, uh, mine is. And I like a cake. You could put a cake in front of me. I'd be like, sure, sure. I'll eat a little piece of cake. But you give me like flipping Starburst flavored jelly beans. I'll lose my mind. Yeah. Teach <laughs> teach a teach a woman to buy jelly beans. Feed her for a day. Teach her to eat it, jelly beans. Yeah. You're eating for a lot. Gotta be trashy candy. I love trashy candy. That's my problem. Yeah. Ugh. So no Toblerone or anything. It's got to be like uh, car, uh, candy corn or uh, Necco wafers, basically. Or your okay, maybe not Necco wafers, but like I love Boston baked beans. Like who? who oh, I used to love those things. Yeah, those are great. They're the best. And circus peanuts. That is like a oh, hit, like no, a cocaine really? in your brain. Wow. And especially stale ones. Yeah. Oh jeez. Wow. I know. I'm trashy. I'm admitting. No, it's okay because when Wendy. So nobody knows this, but when Wendy eventually in her late 90s passes away. Um, her children and her grandchildren can reap the benefits of all the gold teeth you have from all absolutely of your, yeah. harvest them. Everybody, yeah, we had we were getting Wendy and I got a, got some gold teeth back in the day because that was still a thing when we were in our teens. So uh, thanks, dentist. it helped that our mom worked for a dentist who like it was his hobby to put gold teeth in. So I think he always was like, Ooh, yeah. those Johnsons never brush. Come yeah. on in. Let's, uh... I have the, let me pull from my the, the Johnson stash of uh, replacement teeth, and we'll just get you. Oh, the chat room actually brings up. Icor brings up a good point. How do you feel about peeps? 
Where where are you with the peeps? See, I I don't like peeps. Mm. I don't necessarily really? like marshmallow. You're just the bird version of circus peanuts. <laughs> I know, right? Except circus peanuts. The aviary circus peanuts is what it's they are. It's texture, people. Texture. It's why I can't uh, eat tomatoes. Yeah, that's um, a good point. You know what? Because a peep is a weird, crunchy kind of lot, little granule, yeah. little chunks of sugar little, in it, like sugar granules. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and if Not I a fan like either. Yeah. Bur- like blew it up giant in a microwave and it burnt crisp up in a different way. I could eat a peep. But yeah. other than that, you no, could eat yeah. a peep. <laughs> that sounds like fun. Eat a, eat, a, eat a peep. That should be their their slogan. Uh, okay, one more final note before we get to the business here at hand, and that is yeah. that um, I didn't know your son Abe was in the the fantastic new Pixar movie Onward. He's basically the main <laughs> star of Onward, and uh, I wanted to congratulate him for his fine yeah, portrayal. He's done real well with yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't even watched it. We tried to get him to watch it with us, and he was like, eh, "I don't want to." Really? Uh, but Aww. turns out when you told me that, I said, "Hey, Scott thinks you seem like that main kid," and he goes, "Oh yeah, people at school told me that." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> I just don't see it, but uh, maybe that's because you're his mom. It's it's different when you're the mom. I mean, the poofy hair, I guess. Yeah, oh, yeah kind of. Yeah, I don't know. but he's just kind of a you know, sweet soul, a little bit of a soft soul. <laughs> yeah, it's a good. Yeah. I, that thing is delightful and wonderful, and I want to watch yeah. it again. I really liked it. Uh, all right, let's get to. Um, Oh, you know what really got me though is the dad stuff in it. That really. Got I me. know, yeah. of course. If you've got, if you've lost your parent, a parent, uh, or you uh, have a sibling that you've kind of clashed with a little bit, but then you find, uh, you know, a happy place. You know, for example, let's say earlier in your life, you chased one of them down with a cold soldering iron and told him it was hot, for example. <laughs> and then and then later in life, you have a great relationship. It's kind of like that. Well, then this thing will appeal to you, even if it's not brothers, if it's not sisters, even if you're an only child like Brian yeah. here, you'll find something in this thing. You're just going to love it and you're going to cry and it's going to feel great during this weird time. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Watch it. Uh, oh, I should I should play this. Sorry. Here's this. Something wrong, Batman. Has anybody seen Wendy? No, I want divorce. All right. See, that one's holding up. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, so that is the best combo right there. I love that. <laughs> all right. So. I mean, do you yeah. have any where I sound? No, I don't think to. No. Ca- I don't capture things where you're normal. Are you kidding? All right. Yeah, that, I don't think okay. to, because you're talking normal now, for example, and I wouldn't right. go back and re try to select that out. I would go back and get the weird stuff. So that's just the way this goes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, anyway, hey, uh, yesterday I, you and I talked, and we said, hey, what if we talked about silver linings a little bit today? And um, I like that idea a lot. Uh, what silver linings are people finding during this time? And I put it out there that we were looking for people's silver linings as well so that we could talk a little bit about not just ours but theirs and we got okay. a ton of feedback um so awesome. okay don't don't reveal anything yet because i want to say something okay go first. for it give us the preface this, here this is really 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 important okay. is uh and, and i think as a species with um social media it's a very uh it's an insight if we all had man would it change everything which is that your feelings matter just as much as anyone's feelings, right? And so this sort of competitive who's uh, grieving the right way or who's, I don't know, social distancing the best or why, it's like a competitive weird thing that also we we do a little bit with um, our own feelings, which is like minimizing my feelings because someone else has it so much worse. Right. Um, and, and, and so that's a thing. Okay. So as we talk about silver linings today, this, they need to be probably really simple. Maybe someone has an awesome silver lining, like 
oh, you know what? I own Clorox wipes. <laughs> like, I'm doing awesome or whatever. Right. Sure. Have fun with those. But like generally, these are going to be pretty small things. And it leads to the most important thing. So there is no shortage of you having your own feelings and that they matter because everyone matters and your feelings matter. Maybe don't cry about it on social media if it's something like you miss getting your pedicures. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I want to hear. <laughs> mm-hmm. So just right. like easy that's does a good, it. Let's keep that one inside. Yeah. yeah. I do, but I do miss my pedicures. It, yeah. Share it with your other friends who love pedicures, right? But just don't tell everybody. Also, mm. there's this part, and this is the point I'm, of doing today's show the way it is, is there has to be a practice for you to balance your mental health ultimately when the world has gotten really small, right? Mm-hmm. On one hand, it's bigger than ever. And on the other, it's smaller than ever because you're literally in your own space with your just your own people or animals or by yourself. And it's it's like getting real with your relationship with yourself and getting real with your relationship with others. And so to sort of balance a little bit of what maybe negativity is going to naturally occur is this very powerful. And with man, do we have all the studies to back this up of just finding things to be grateful for. And they need to be small because if it doesn't work to say, I'm grateful for running water once a year. And then I don't think about anything I'm grateful for. Uh, That isn't, I'm not building any resiliency. And we know some cool stuff about gratitude is that you literally have higher immunity if you are regularly expressing gratitude and, and feeling it and noting the things that are awesome and good and you know, as small as they can be, they don't have to be big, but a regular practice. And the studies are mainly this. You write down three things a day you're grateful for. Yep. That is it. And we improve your immunity. You're more likely to exercise because of that, which is weird, but true. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's because you're grateful for your body in some ways you're thinking about. I don't know. So more likely to uh, sleep better, exercise more. Your immunity is improved. Um, your general like outlook on anything is just more positive. So, so that, that probably tied into that whole power. like low, lowering your stress increases your your immune immune response yeah. that sort of thing. That's 100%. all tied to that. I would I would guess. Yes, yeah. you're lowering your cortisol, and and I think I t- I feel like I talked about this on the show, maybe not, but this was months and months ago. Lots of stressful things were happening. This was pre-pandemic normal life stress, and um, this and that, and we were kind of Adam and I were kind of listing some stuff that was like, ah! and then we went. I said, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, I like do this for a living. I should stop us. (laughs) And I said, okay, let's just list as many things we can think of that we're grateful for. And I'm like, I I know this is cheesy, but just go with it. And by doing that and by getting very small and very specific, it's like, I, I went to sleep instantly after that. I was totally chill and just, feeling like I could not be more lucky. Like, wow, how is my life so good? When 20 minutes ago, it was listing all the bad things, yeah. right? And and it's hard to do this. This doesn't come to a lot of people naturally. And that's why you're actually, your best bet is to build a practice of doing it. So it would be three things you write down a day, making yourself do that can do, I mean, the outcomes are, are awesome. So we're going to do a little of that together. We're going to we're going to process a little silver lining together. I'm excited people have some options to share. This will be great. Yeah. So it doesn't d- dismiss that some people are dying. It doesn't mi- dismiss that you're going to lose your job. It, you know, there's still all the crap. Right. But this is 
you know, we're going to practice. Well, we talked about that last week a little bit, right? We, we, hopefully people remember that we, we talked about that phase of this, which is that feeling of of guilt you get because your worry is that, um, I can't go to the bar anymore where, where someone else's worry is I've been quarantined for my wife who's pregnant and could give birth any day. She's Mm -hmm. also got the disease and also may not make it, but I can't see her. And if, even if, if she does pass away, the best we can do is a walkie talkie or, you know, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's, there's people in worse situations, but we talked about this and we talked about that guilt and hopefully people remember that because we're not going to go through it all over again. We're now to the point where all your feelings matter and it's a matter of context and you're experiencing what you're experiencing and other people are experiencing what they're experiencing. You don't have to be competitive about it for this conversation, um, including these silver linings. So, so there you go. Disclaimer, I guess. Uh, do you want me to read some of these? You want yeah, to hear what read some of them. You guys share, but let's let's each of us share one, and then you can read some of them. All right, Brian, do you I'm have one? Start, oh, go ahead. You I'm going to start with one real quick because I it's just popped in my head. Um, that is dumb. See, look, I'm even minimizing it, but anyway, I'm happy about it. And that mm-hmm. is because everything is crazy. There's just a built-in understanding that we need more time for certain things. So my licensing requirements are due at the end of this summer. And I have two states that I have to do all of the hours for, which is double the work Mm -hmm. and hard. It's hard to get the regular one done. And I have some extension on that. And I'm so (laughs) thrilled about it. I was like, I will never make it. And then the pandemic came and I'm like, I might make it. So it's dumb. And yet it really has helped me. It makes sense. Yeah, that's a total. Yeah, that's a stupid, great one. but st- silver lining. I like it. Yeah, I like that a lot. Brian, do you have one that pops up um, in your I head? Mean, well, I was going to say the IRS extension too is kind of <laughs> nice, but um, no, I'm noticing that when I'm out on the path, uh, people like almost across the board. It used to be the other cyclists would be friendly, and you'd kind of get a wave when you pass another cyclist, and then the pedestrians would be like, "Nah," you know, mm-hmm. they'd they'd just kind of shrug you off. They'd go to the side, but they'd shrug you off. But everyone's saying, you know, thanks, have a good day, stuff like that as you pass. And it's a, um, it's really cool. It's unfortunate that it takes something like this to kind of bring folks together, but you look at it as a positive and it's like, all right, this is really cool. This is what we should be doing in a time like this is, is just being friendly to everybody we see because we don't see that many people right now. Right. That's a good one. I like that. And I've noticed I would, that as I would well. throw some out there with that. I, and maybe it's just me, but I feel like when I just, cause it's, a lot of dog walking and a lot of neighbors. I mean, it's crowded on our streets now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're six feet apart, but you are passing someone all the time. And it's like this feeling of saying, I'm saying, Hey, good morning. Mm-hmm. Or how are you? But what I'm really saying is like, are you okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It kind of is right. Yeah. yeah. It's kind are of an underlying, okay? uh, is everyone okay. Yeah. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Good. Thumbs up. We good. We good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it really is. It's very unifying. Yeah. I've seen similar things here. Okay. So, for me, it's a much, it's a more, um, it's, it's, I guess it's more like Wendy's, although it's kind of weird in my own way. So, uh, you know, three, four years ago, I was in the middle of a horrendous, uh, you know, awful gut situation. My guts were all effed up, mm-hmm. just messed up and weird. And I couldn't eat the things I wanted to eat. And things were setting me off like crazy. And I was going to a bunch of doctors and, talking to them all about different things and getting different advice and nothing ever seemed to work. And they were doing tests and all this stuff. And nobody sure was sure what it was. I mean, there was some preliminary diagnosis and 
diverticulitis was part of that, but there was something else going on and we couldn't figure out what was going on. So, uh, after all of that and the dumb, um, uh, not dumb, it's a life-saving procedure, but the, uh, the, uh, colonoscopy and all of that stuff finally found a regimen and a situation that worked for me and the doctor who kind of knew where I needed to go with it. And it worked. And I found myself this, this week, in fact, going, man, it sure feels good not to have to worry about that. Like I used to have to. Like, I just don't have to worry about it. I don't have uh, the triggers anymore. Um, I can go, I, I won't go into huge details about what the regimen is, but it, but it worked for me. It's basically, I mean, it basically comes down to this, a higher fiber, better diet. That's it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it was enough in the right balance to kind of fix that to the point that it's just not an issue. And I can't imagine with all this going on where you want to try your very best not to have to go to the doctor during all of this to A, add to the load, or B, expose yourself to uh, the virus and, and and therefore spread it and everything else. It's nice to know that that part of me is in check. And it's a very basic you know, physical thing, but man, am I glad that's, that that's not a thing. It used to be every day, many times a day, I'm doubled over in pain or I've got a dull ache I can't explain or it's messing me up in the bathroom department or whatever it is. Uh, that's a yeah, good Yeah, we'd title. have to do shows every once in a while because you were having a flare-up. Yeah, flare-ups uh, sucked, man. You know, they were the really, worst. Really bad. You yeah, know? and I would, I would, it would just be the hunch me over, just about knock me off my, my everything for a day kind of stuff. And I don't have to deal with it anymore because mm-hmm. I figured it out and I'm taking care of it, but also... It's just in a really good place right now. And if this was three years ago and this was all happening, it'd be way worse for me, both psychologically and physically, than this is now. So I'm grateful for that. Mm-hmm. I'm, put, I'm putting that on our list there, Wendy. Good. Put it down. <laughs> also, right. uh, real quick, I just thought of one. Uh, did you know you can put tater tots in a waffle iron? Yes. That's yeah. a thing you can do. Make a little so potato. I'm learning things. You probably shouldn't do that, Scott, but for the rest of us, that's a good idea. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I can do a, I can do a tater tot here and there. That sounds all right. <laughs> a little potato. You know, the best cakes. thing is taking um, strips of bacon. Mm-hmm. You oh. do strips of bacon, put them across the waffle iron, and then you put your your waffle batter on top of that and cook Whoa. it. And the bacon crisps up into the waffle. Whoa. And it's uh, is it good. raw it's bacon? Do you start with, or is it already cooked? It's raw. Slightly cooked bacon. You can't because it needs it needs a little bit more it time, would take but time. Not, okay, but not crisped up. Well, I mean, you put it in a, a griddle for like two minutes yeah. on each side just enough to get it just some firmness yeah. just some firmness <laughs> you can get you the you can get that kind cooks. of the store kim always gets that uh is already sort of cooked mm-hmm. and then you just you we just, get that from uh what's it called uh schwann's oh yeah schwann's has that that's right schwann's. Schwann's. okay I'll okay come. one hey one quick tiny thing i almost forgot to say wendy if this gives you any kind of um ptsd about her upbringing but uh we kim made kimchi yesterday a huge Ooh. batch of it our own like homemade it's in fact it's fermenting right now on the counter just sitting there bubbling and getting all gross it's so good though oh my gosh here's the thing i love kimchi now what the ptsd is the smell of matt after eating kimchi <laughs> in his room like did you ever open the door oh, to his it, was, room? it was horrible he stunk Heaven. like he stunk <laughs> yeah Oof. but yeah that so, we miss we missed the boat we could have been eating that our whole lives it was know, so good it was so good when i was a kid i thought it was the worst thing ever but all right. Uh, let me, you want me to Back read to one of these? silver linings. Tiger silver King. Lining. Another, sol- another oh, silver yes. lining of COVID. Yes. Tiger, Tiger, Tiger King. King and everyone's watching Tiger King. 
Um, <laughs> all right, we got a uh, we got a bunch of these. Let me read you one of these. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, I'm I'm kind of reviewing these as we go, so hopefully these are all good. Here's one. Uh, this is from Tina. I don't know if this is your Tina or not, Brian. I don't know. Probably, probably not. But, says uh, uh, silver lining of COVID lockdown: the ability to spend time with my favorite person. I don't know, it might be her. That's definitely not Tina. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not my Tina. Yeah. Um, let's see. Also, oh. guilt-free hanging at home, lounging around, and being able to slow down the fast pace of life. It's been a really nice not having a packed schedule. Smiley face. I don't know. That still might be t- your Tina. I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm going to say it's possible. No, because my Tina actually still has to go out every once in a while and interview subjects for for security clearances because there's some stuff that you legally can't do over the phone. Yeah. Oh right. I know. Yeah. Now here's one that's going to vary depending on who you are and the temperament of your children. Okay, because I know that this this is going to sound to some people like, oh, that sounds like a like a paradise at your house. But uh, anyway, this one says the biggest silver lining for me has been uh, given us the rare opportunity to spend actual quality time with our kids. We have nowhere to go, nowhere to be, and we are all living here now and living in the now, something that is rare with the hustle and bustle of ordinary life. I'm investing in a bike and my seven-year-old, seven-year-old and I are going to start riding uh, Oppa Ibit style. Opa Ibit style, he wrote it Opa in that. Opa Ibit style. <laughs> there you go. And he says, I can't even. I can even take my four-year-old daughter on the back with me. We can't control what is happening, but we can tr- can control the narrative. I want our kids to look back on this and remember all the fun stuff we did, not the virus. So that's a good one, right? But it's also going to come. It's going to clash with people where their kids are harder, or some kids, some families have kids with special needs that being cooped up like this is just going to exacerbate their, um, you know, those needs and that sort of thing. So. I don't know. How do you square that one? You think that's, I mean, you don't, you don't square it because everyone's living their own life and has their own. That's what we're doing today. All right. So that's a good point. (laughs) It's a good point. Here's another one. Uh, Louise, she's from Australia says silver lining, saving money on not having to buy clothes for events and not spending money on activities other than the odd food uh, delivery order. Also saving on petrol, obviously in a different part of the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, and public transport costs uh, to work. Love listening to you guys. Shout out to my husband, Morris, who just got hooked on you all these years later. Uh, thanks for, or thanks, Honey Bunch. Stay safe. Um, I like that one also. Like, mm-hmm. we've used less than a quarter of a tank in a month. Yeah. That's <laughs> yes. so strange. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sometimes I'm like, I we should drive to make sure the car works. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you don't want it to get atrophied, right? Not work again. And well, away. Adam has an electric car and we drove it last night to go to the grocery store and it was kind of like hiccuping a little. We're like, I don't, this isn't good. <laughs> Just choking on its electricity we, we or something. run it some more. I don't know. Yeah. It's, what it's, is his car? I didn't know he had an electric. What is it? Yeah. It's really manly. Have you guys heard of the Nissan Leaf? Oh, the Leaf. Yeah, the Leaf. <laughs> Very sure. manly. No, I, I, I I've been. I admit, I've been tempted by the leaf. I think that one's a cool one of all the mm-hmm. of all the electric po- uh, options that are it is, affordable. It's great. It's great. Yeah. It's not like it. It weighs a pound and makes no noise, and it's like on the winter Minnesota roads. I'm not sure it's the best fit, but it right. is. Uh, it's been great. Yeah, it's been great. All right. Well. Um. Yeah. Do. So yeah, saving a lot of money. That is. Is. I mean, I got so many refunds, and it made me realize, like, wow, I don't pay attention sometimes like right. a kid res you know so suddenly i had a refund i'm like wait what i didn't i don't remember doing that and it was like a kid thing you know yeah. like 
there's always something to pay for with a kid. And anyway, so yeah, sure. it's strange. Here's here's a pretty good one that I think all of us can relate to because I think we've all mentioned something like this. Brian's making bread. Kim's making kimchi. Mm-hmm. Wendy, are you baking anything cool or is it just a... Yeah, tater tot waffles. Yeah, tater tot waffles. Did I not hear that? Oh my <laughs> gosh. All right. Uh, this is from Kayla. It says, COVID server lining. My husband and I have always enjoyed cooking, but now we're trying even more recipes. We challenge ourselves this week to eat around, uh, eat around Epcot. And do different countries' dish styles every night <laughs> with supplies That's that we awesome. already have. Yeah, and they're and they're doing it with stuff they already have, which is pretty cool. Uh, it says it's been fun for both of us and encouraged new recipes we not may now may not have tried otherwise, like Norwegian ser, Seren Kater cookies. Don't know what that is. I don't know what those are. Hmm. Uh, homemade ramen and German potato pancakes. Speaking of pancakes, so mm. um, but you see this a lot, like. Freaking sourdough starters is the hot new term everywhere. Everybody's doing <laughs> totally it. Totally is, yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, crazy neighbors doing sourdough starters. Nicole and Mark. There's, there's a, a there's a house up the road that has pinned to their tree uh, multiple bags of starters with a sign oh. that says, "Hey, you know, any neighbors, if you're looking for sourdough starters, please take one." And they're just like <laughs> sharing their starter. <laughs> That's so <laughs> That's weird. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, okay. This leads to this thing I've been thinking about, like. You know, and you've heard lots of people over history say this same thing, like stuff like this brings out the best in some and the worst in others. Right. And I, I think about like the impulse to go buy a bunch of guns for first time gun owners, right? Like a ton of people just put a weapon in their house when they probably should have no business owning one because they have no training. Um, Right. And, and you've escalated the strain. And I mean, I have reasons with uh, statistics that guns are just the worst possible thing to have around. Yeah. And, you know, like all sorts of, you know, there's an impulse there that I understand. I don't, it's not that I, I I'm critical of it, but I can, I can get it. But I also think really, cause here's the skill set currently necessary. It's called cooking. Yeah. <laughs> it's called <laughs> looking in a pantry, coming up with ideas. It's called right. sewing your own mask. I mean, it's the most homemakey time of, all of history. And someone, I can't remember who said this, but it's really true. It's like the very fundamentals of society we have, we really don't value very much, which is keeping a child feeling safe and loved mm-hmm. and educated teachers, um, you know, homemaking skills, cooking, menu planning, like stuff that's just seen as whatever are actually the hot new <laughs> skill set yeah. that we really need. Like, I don't know. I find that fascinating that that this is it's just so basic right and it's Mm -hmm. on one hand really fun and how we all have to be forced to find it fun is just it's a weird time yeah it's really weird it's also you know we keep talking about how glad we're we are that the cities are clear of pollution and you know this sort of thing and it's, it's good to see that we can have that quick of an impact if we pull back some brian said hey you know who knows maybe businesses certain businesses will see Realize, how well it worked yeah. when people worked home and worked from home and they cut down on yeah. that stuff in incremental ways even when things return to normal maybe that can be part of the new normal um the other thing i was thinking about the other day was the um uh what was i gonna just say i had a thing it was it was the thing about the pollution what was i gonna say i forgot now uh oh. was it that in india you can see the i forgot what which city it is Anyway, there's, they there's can a see bunch like that. Can finally see. Yeah, for the first time. Yeah, go if you can. I don't know what you search for to find these. I saw them in a news article, but you can find those photos. 
I was talking to Brian yesterday about it, but where you can grab it in the middle with your mouse and move mm-hmm. back and oh, forth. Slide them, yeah, the before and, and after. And it's it's shocking, <laughs> what, it shocking. the difference. Um, oh, I know what it was. So uh, that because it has to do with web stuff. We were talking on DTNS yesterday that app usage is way down, but oh. website usage is way up. So, for example, YouTube had a big uptick, but not from phones, from desktops. Um, so that's weird. That's just weird incremental data about, well, if you're, if you're stuck at home and you're looking for a better visual experience, you would rather see it on a larger screen. So that makes sense. Yeah. People are like, oh, we'll use the notebook or the, or the PC or whatever. But in the case of apps and stuff, you're seeing people using their browsers on their phone and going to local news sites and not oh, using wow. the chat app that they're always stuck in or, or whatever. Now there's certain things that haven't slowed down at all. We were talking about TikTok earlier. That thing is like keeping kids occupied. Like that is their yeah. that is their Netflix binge pattern. It's you know, mm-hmm. they don't want to Well wanna... and tell me your thoughts on this real quick. Abe has not once looked at Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is partly because I control it because of that is a cesspool. <laughs> uh, and so it's on my phone. He can use it whenever he wants. He just has to ask me. And it means he uses it less because it's my phone and I need it back or whatever, right? Like that's been, our, that was the compromise. But he has not asked a single time. And I, I finally said, dude, what is up? Do you want to use my phone? You can have it for like three hours. Go for it. He's like, you know what? We ran out of stuff to talk about. <laughs> and I was like, that's fascinating. Yeah. So they wow. they text and there's phone calls more. And there's there's just some different teenage behavior that I have, did not expect. Oh, that was the other thing is that f- the phone is back, man. Like people are yeah. talking on their phones and, and, and more than they have in years. Because usually, you know, even I'm the first to admit this. My phone has never been a talking device primarily. It's right. it's there for my kids and my wife to get a hold of me quickly. But if it's a number I don't recognize, or even if it's someone I know I need to call, I'll let that thing go because I know I'm just going to be talking to them later on Skype or something else anyway for a meeting. Like I don't, I don't call people on my phone. But now yeah. doing it all the time, I'm calling mom, I call the kids every day. We're talking to people like it's and they're calling me instead of texting where it used to be just a quick text, get it over with or whatever. Which like think about that for a second. That. W- we talk about the disconnection we have experienced because technology is a, there's a piece to it, right? Which is, I don't actually have to connect with you. I can get the information exchanged quickly this way. It's at my convenience. Right. I mean, I'm all about that, honestly, right? But then when we actually want to connect, here's this thing we have dropped. We now need in order to connect. It's, it's like the science backwards. So, yeah. Cool. yeah, it's really crazy. <laughs> Uh, J.K. Grammer, who's a regular in our community, had a nice one. He yeah. says, my silver linings are that my parents literally live just a few doors down from me here in Houston. This lets us visit them on Sunday, have lunch, watch movies together. Uh, and since we visit so constantly, I'm still able to visit them during this pandemic. Uh, it's also great to go and get groceries and get everything else they need. So that keeps them safe. So he does a little bit of run, you know, runs that stuff for him. Um, yeah. He goes on to say, also, uh, I really have to say that having Frog Pants podcast to listen to and to be in the tadpole and everything has really helped with the stress levels. The whole community that uh, you guys have brought together is just an amazing group of caring people that I'm proud to be a part of. Lots of love and hugs to everyone. That's nice. So I think there's, and we got a few of those where people are like, oh, if I didn't have this show every day, I don't know what I'd do. Or, you know. And it goes the same for you and I, you know, is that if we didn't have this show every day, this is, this uh, just helps us as much as it helps you. So we're changing it to catharsis, morning catharsis with the Scott. CMS. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I have one. Okay. Can I tell you the I mean the craziest thing happened. 
and I can't believe I forgot till just now, but it is okay. So, 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 and I would love anyone want to share their version of this if it's happened, but you know, there's like the general feeling all the time, the monotony of sort of, we do the same thing. The weekend's exactly the same as the weekdays. <laughs> like yeah. there's like not a big blip of maybe you read some news and you feel worse, right? There's, there's the downward trend of that, but maybe like really joyous things. That's you have to seek it out, yeah. et cetera. Anyway. Yeah. So this happens, this happens to, it was not last night, the night before. So Allie does not like to watch TV shows with Abe anywhere near her. So we getting the two of them in the same room is always hilarious and hard because they don't really like each other. So we got them both to watch community with us community. Look at it, bringing us all together. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So we're show. watching the show and it was the first time she'd stayed up that late with us. And we were like, okay, fine. Go to bed. She goes to bed. She comes back upstairs and says, <laughs> Hey, um, and she's pretty chill about it, but she goes, there is something brown on my floor. <laughs> okay. And I am sure, I am sure that the dog has pooped in her room. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, God. poop? Yeah. And I was like, is it all like, is it dog poo? And she goes, no, uh, I think it's alive. And I'm like, what? Weird. And we're just like, okay. Sentient well. poop. I know it's freaky, and she just couldn't really tell what it was. And she was acting so calm, I didn't realize later till it actually pretty really freaked her out. But she was just very calm. So I was like, "Okay, Adam, you go look. I don't, I don't want to see whatever it is. I just yeah. don't want to see it." Yeah. So Adam comes back and He's like, "There is a copperhead snake on her floor." Whoa! Oh, my God! <laughs> Jeez! Whoa. And he's running out to get a stick, and I'm like, "What? We live in Minnesota. <laughs> like it's just barely 50 degrees. How is this?" happening you know wow. so anyway he goes back down there and it was coming out of some clothes or whatever he just had like probably a hallucination or something because guess what it was oh, what? it was abe snake that went missing in november <laughs> oh. <laughs> and trust me it's not a copperhead it's actually pretty tiny but Good. yeah he was striking because of course she's woken up i guess was yeah. she hybrid we don't know but she hadn't eaten for five months yeah so she was a little freaked out Anyway. It was the most exciting. I can't even do it because this is the cutest snake, you guys. I need to send a picture. Her eyes sparkle. She's like a lovely, amazing, <laughs> which is so, sounds insane. But anyway, <laughs> the most pretty snake. We were like, snake. You've never and it was seen like a like miracle. It. We just go. We kept going. It's a pandemic miracle. Yeah. And she somehow lived and somehow came out in Allie's room, probably looking for some leftover. She always steals Nutella. It's probably somewhere in a jar. I don't know. We don't know how this happened. And Abe had to like go in the other room and sob. Like it was like wow. his favorite thing in the world. He was so, so sad. And, and she just came back. I mean, it was magic. It was like, and I think at any other normal time, we'd be like, wow, that's super cool. And it was like, everyone, we're going to be okay. I was so stupid, but it was just so no, much emotion. There is something about that. Yeah. I think that's a great thing. There's nothing wrong with I that mean, at all. I know snakes can survive and they're like, you know, do that and stuff. Yeah. They can go, was... they can go a long time without eating, but, uh, they it's still like, I, I couldn't tell you, well, you probably know, but I'd lost a bunch of gerbils when we were kids in the house. They never showed up again. In fact, you always knew when one wasn't coming back because about two months later, sure was well fed. Yeah. <laughs> About two months later, the house would smell like a corpse, and you'd be like, "What is yeah. that?" And it would it died in the vents or something. But but yeah, no, that's that's awesome. I love that story. Oh, that was a, that was a definitely silver lining of the pandemic. I honestly think it's because she wasn't in her room, 
And the first night ever, we could got got her out of her room later that night. Like he thought, she thought it was safe. Twinkie is her name. Twinkie thought it was safe mm. to come out. Twinkie. <laughs> so we caught her. The name of the <laughs> the name of the thing is Twinkie. All right. I like yeah, it. she's so cute. Hey, just like a Twinkie, it lasts forever. It lives through all hey, sorts agreed. of stuff. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Well done. Indestructible. <laughs> all right. Got and one. Adam's like, listen, I grew up in the South. I've seen copperheads. I just got scared. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a here's a good one from I'll read this last one here from let's see um ba, 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 hold on okay here we go this is one so I like this one because it's in the face of 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 actually something that's not great uh, Copperbolt wrote and says I've been laid off which sucks however I'm spending a ton of time connecting with my teenage daughter uh, which just wasn't happening when I was working the other day we made an apple pie from scratch we made masks uh, together. Uh, and I taught her to sew. Recently decided to do a C25K training together. I don't know what that is. It's probably a workout thing. Um, in her downtime, she is finally reading the Harry Potter books. All in all, I am going to take this as a win. So th- that's the other thing, right? Like, um, I don't know. It seems like the common thread can be family has a way of, uh, I don't know. has a, has, or This sort of stuff has a way of making family a more prominent part of your life. Uh, the, those closest to you matter more. That's a silver lining in its own right. Everyone's saying couch to 5K. Oh, couch to 5K. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. That's kind of cool. I like that. That is cool. Yeah. Um. Anyway, thanks everybody for saying those. And we got a few others, but they're they're longish. Um. But we'll we'll save them for a different discussion. But those those are great. It's good to hear that people are finding, you know, silver linings. I know that there are people listening to us. We had somebody yesterday with our song dedication that uh, has mm-hmm. experienced some incredible loss during this, and I know that those yeah. people are there. Um, I think, uh, I think the whole point of today is to say, you know, get the linings as silver as they can be where you can get them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the power of, of experiencing gratitude actually makes you more generous to those around you. So when we act like, well, you need to be more sad for me because my loss is bigger. If you don't start with your own grief and then your own gratitude, you are less able to then be there for that person. Right. And to have the empathy. So it really just has to go in order. It's again, back to our airplane analogy with the oxygen. If you don't have the oxygen because you've treated yourself and your own grief well, and then you've recognized all the beauty in your life or consistently practice trying to find the beauty in your life, you you're less capable to be abundant and open and helpful and kind. So it, it really is this sort of counterintuitive Cyclical. thing you have to do it in the right direction well um, i'm personally I'm, I'm gonna do this i'm gonna do the whole write it down thing because that's yeah, usually what it takes day. yeah three of those a day do you do them all at once or do you do them spread uh, out doesn't matter i think it's it doesn't matter but i i think uh it's it's kind of nice to sit down and force it all at once because you there's big things. You're just like, I'm grateful for my family. Well, guess what? You can't write that the next day. Yeah. You got to be creative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, maybe I like this. Specific. Maybe be more specific, right? So you could use that yeah. one for a few days. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And and that's why like there's things I always say running water because there are moments where I am just genuinely overwhelmed that water comes out of my tap. Like, <laughs> and I and I just have to like let it. And that and this is the point too, right? Is you really feel it. This isn't simply like. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my dog. You know, it's you maybe get specific so you can feel it. Right, right. right. And so small, tiny, specific things, three a day, 
It's a good challenge. We should each do it for the next week, right? Yeah. Let's do it. All, All three right. of us. I'll do it. Anyone yeah. listening, write three things every day. Yeah. Um, if we were doing this properly, we'd all study you before and after, but I think we'll just take the benefit uh, that'll come from doing this. But three, yeah. times, three things a day. Okay. I like that. We'll report right. back next week and see, uh, you know, give an honest accounting for how it, how it changed yeah. things for us. Let's do that. All right. Cool. Uh, well done. Uh, don't forget to check out realsteps.org. Uh, anything you want to say about that? Uh, yeah, yeah, we've started and we've got going We're, a bunch of your people are your people. Uh, <laughs> Who are you calling cool. my people? Are <laughs> <laughs> um, involved and they're awesome. Such good folks. Anyway, so it's super fun and we're, we're starting. Um, it just started Monday and yeah, we're getting going. Awesome. And I, I'm doing it the same time they are. Yeah. And I am learning that I have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Good. So it turns out uh, I need real steps just as much as anyone. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. So it's a lot of fun. That sug. Got to work on that sug. All that sug and take. Sug, Yep. Take Straight it in the Straight to the vein. You know, Boston baked beans. You know what else I like that's totally gross? What? Those, oh, no. They like rip your teeth right out. What are they called? Um. Oh, jujube or not jujubes? Uh, dots. You like dots? Uh, I do love dots. Oh. I, anything well, gross. Dots like, will destroy your mouth. They will rip yeah, they your. Will. But the one I'm thinking of. Oh, they make nerds that are big. Have you had those? Yeah, they're oh, good. They are good, actually. Huh. I had those before in my life. Before I had big nerds, they were good. Whole <laughs> <laughs> community of big nerds. Yeah, big nerds. Turns they're out. delicious. Anyway, well, that's it. Yeah, and Dollar Ranchers will take your teeth out too. Be careful. All yeah. right, uh, Wendy Ann Dunford. Sorry, full name. Uh, she is. <laughs> she is uh, also on uh, Instagram at Wendy Dunford. Check her out there. Wendy, have a great week. Take care. We'll see you soon. Thanks. Bye. 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 All right, Brian. Good stuff. Yes, sir. We did it. Hey, uh, tonight or tomorrow? TMS PM for patrons. Uh, that's right. That's You'll right. get a live link in the Patreon site. That's how that works. And Dan will be here. So uh, Dan, Dan, the tabletop man, swooping in for a, a visit. Yeah, I've got some games I want to ask him about. Because uh, there was a great article that I saw in Engadget yesterday or day before about board games that incorporate apps that mm. go with them. Yeah. Um, and there were a few here that sounded really good. And, I wanted, and Clank was one of the ones he talked about a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. That's like, oh, Clank, you know, that looks really cool. I'm wondering about some of these other ones. Maybe I'll send him the article so he can look at it and see if it's something he wants to talk about. Yeah, I'm curious about just the general... I feel like it's come up before too, but just the general feeling mm -hmm. that the game, the board gaming community has toward the idea of integrating you know, apps and phones right. and devices right. into their play. I think that's super interesting. Because at some point you're... you know, like, When does it stop being... It's less of a board game and more of a digital game, or the other yeah. way around. Like yeah. uh, that's a that's this a is one where it's thing. like it's you still play the board game, but it's supported by like One Night Werewolf. Yeah. You can play the game without the the app adding onto it, but the app like just plays this little thing that says, "All right, now the werewolves will open their eyes." Yeah, yeah. werewolves like close your eyes now. The <laughs> yeah, Stoic Squirrel says it's a little controversial currently, but I agree that it. Uh... It'll be a fun discussion. So we'll talk about that tomorrow. Mm -hmm. uh, this weekend, we're doing 2012 for FilmSack, the disaster film 2012, which some say is a disaster yes. in its own right. But, uh, <laughs> exactly. The disaster to film. Yeah. Uh, but we have right. a lot of stuff to say about it. We have a little special thing we're going to play on that. So I would recommend highly listening to it. That'll be this weekend. Also, uh, there will be Dungeons on Sunday. It will be on like normal. And also, we're trying to work out a makeup time for Core. 
Uh, we had to cancel last night due to some schedule stuff, but uh, we're we're working on that. So we'll let you guys know. It won't be tonight because i got other stuff, but it may be Saturday sometime or something. We're trying to get an episode in before the weekend. Um, we'll let you know. Brian, anything you, on your end that you wanted to make sure to... I've got nothing on my end. Nothing on your uh, no, end? No, I take that back. Right before before we do TMSPM, I do a Guess the Connection. So it's a chance to win some prizes and uh, listen to six cover songs and figure out the hidden connection that they all share. Very nice. So that's tomorrow at 2.30 p.m., so an hour before TMSPM. That gives me a chance to uh, do uh, do the show, shower, get the stink of uh, Coverville off of me, and then uh, be ready for TMSPM right after. That's right. Uh, reminder to the fine folks listening, if you are not already a member of the Patreon, then you don't know the advantages. There's all kinds of cool stuff. You get rad things in the mail. You get cool digital rewards. You get a episode on Fridays that you don't get any other way. Uh, all kinds of cool stuff by becoming a Patreon member at patreon.com slash TMS. Uh, get in there. Get your own feed, ad-free version of the show. Got the fifth show a week. I mean, what else can you ask for? It's an amazing thing. Patreon.com slash TMS. For everything else, frogpants.com slash TMS. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, song from you, please. I have a song that's uh, going out to Leslie, Logan's mom, Leslie. Uh Get a little choppy there. You want to switch me? Switch yeah, us over let's West go to Coast? let's go to Central. We're on some, we're on West right or now. Central. There we go. Is that better? Oh, three bars now. Yeah, good, good, very good. Yeah, I don't uh, know what's boy, up with the West it's Coast. When everybody on uh, in California fires up their computer for their zooms, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> their zooms. It's really weird. Uh, Leslie writes, "Hi guys, Logan's mom here. On April 9th, Logan turns lucky number seven. He's obsessed currently with Frozen two and loves all the songs." If you could play either Into the Unknown by Panic of the Disco or Lost in the Woods by Weezer, that would make us very happy while the poor kid is quarantined on his birthday. Thanks and happy seventh birthday, Logan. Aww. You know, if I were if I were uh, out there, I would uh, arrange a parade to drive by their house for Logan's birthday and we'd all honk. And, oh, know, heck yeah, scream. dude. I cannot believe that kid is seven. That's insane. I know. I know. It's like uh, I only ever see him at BlizzCon. Why don't I take that back? We've seen him at a nerdtacular too but sure sure still it's like um uh we've watched him grow through blizzcons and we've missed a couple blizzcons that's of true that. and I, I remember when he was a baby not, not walking that, yet like he was just an infant yeah, and kim would yeah. hold him and that's just crazy talk that he's that old but all right totally crazy yeah uh all right so here is into the unknown <laughs> performed by panic at the disco uh didn't win the uh the academy award it lost to elton john but it was a great performance at the oscars here is panic at the disco into the unknown. Do you mean panic? Is that who you mean? Is panic? This is. I a mean, song? I just mean panic. Okay. They don't have the exclamation point anymore. They oh. should. Well, maybe they should. Oh, maybe they do. I take that back. There's an exclamation point in this one, and oh, this came out last year. So, All right, well, panic. You know. listen, panic. Here it is. Into the unknown. We'll see you guys tomorrow, which is known for TMSPM for those who are patrons, <laughs> and uh, all the other cool stuff this weekend. We'll see you then.
just a ringing in my ear And if I heard you, which I don't I'm smoking for I fear Everyone I've ever loved is here within these walls I'm sorry, secret siren, but I'm blocking out your calls I've had my adventure, I don't need something new I'm afraid of what I'm risking if I follow you into the unknown Make a big mistake Or are you someone out there Who's a little bit like me Who knows deep down I'm not where I'm meant to be Every day's a little harder As I feel your power This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I've got your ear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bo. Such a weirdo.